You're listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. Chris and Jana are parents of three, life and business partners who share their personal development techniques so you can grow yourself and grow your marriage. Chris and Jana here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. This is episode... Number 56. <laughs> um, I just got so excited. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled too because we are in the podcast room. We're not sitting in the bed on the phone. Yes. I'm feeling good. You feeling good? Feeling great, but we do need a new intro. So I was thinking I had one. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Oh, here we go. Pretend the music is playing. Where else can you hear about four? Well, no, not four parents. Hang on. Oh, okay. Where else can you hear about Two parents with four kids, the chaos, exposing themselves for the growth of others for your benefit. Nowhere. Nowhere but the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage <laughs> podcast. This is Chris and John. So tune in now. Da, 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 I think that da. we need a little work on that. <laughs> if you like that, though, go ahead and... Um, I'm going to try one more time. I don't know. I'm they're not, done. I'm not. You should try. Go ahead. No. That was off the top of my I don't know. That was just. We got stuff to talk about. I kind of stole someone else's <laughs> intro and I put our stuff in there, but I botched it. That was somebody else's? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, this is Chris and Jono with the Grow Yourself Chris. No, we already said that. Come on. We sure did. Are we hyper? Right. Okay, no. Well, Let's we're back on the mic, so it feels normal, and then you're in human form, so your belly's not hitting the. I was still a human. I mean, I don't form. know. Yeah, my is. belly's not going to hit the mic, guys, but we might have a baby cry because I'm literally rocking him with my foot. Yeah, she's enamored. She can't step away. I'm trying to keep him I quiet. I oftentimes forget he's here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'll come down from, from working in my office like, whoa, yeah, dude, I have a boy. All right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. What are we talking about today, Chris? Today, Jonna, is one of those episodes that you just might want to pay attention to because... The reality is this could actually, for real, no joke, not messing with you, change the trajectory of your life. And your marriage. Which would be your life. For many of people. (laughs) Except for the 60% of people who get divorced, but we're done with it. Well, that's what we're trying to stop. Yes. This really, no, seriously, this really could. Oh, 100%. So, what is it? Okay, so we are talking about community, guys, and we have, and we have talked about this before a little bit. Uh, but I think what's important is to understand the need right now is there more than ever. And we can't say the C word because all the major platforms might take our episode down because freedom of speech is no longer a thing. So we're not going to say the C word, but ends with a 19 if you get my drift. <laughs> People might not get your drift, though. I, well, I guess if they listen way later on and they're right. used to wearing masks around and all of those things. Yes. Well, listen. We weren't meant to do life alone. We weren't meant to do it in these, in isolation, in, dare I say, quarantine, without interaction and touch and and physical closer than six feet. Now you know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Respond. Wait, what did I say? Quarantine gave it away. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Closer than six feet. We weren't meant to do that. We weren't meant to do it. Like, it's actually important for our mental and physical and spiritual, just development in general and for our relationships, our yes. marriages yes. to do life with other people, not, not just our little nuclear family cell. And that can be really hard to find even before all of this stuff was going on. It could be hard to find. 
we had a hard time finding it. We used to wonder how people found friends that they got along with where the husband and the wife got along and they did things together like all the time and did things for each other. Like we saw people do that and we're like, where do you find people like that? Yes. And it was a trial and error process. Let's be real. Okay. Like you understand that you, you need community. Okay. But I do need you to understand that you need to try hard <laughs> because the reality is is a trial and error process. You will, you will come across people where, you know, okay, I'm cool with, I'm cool with this spouse, but I'm not with this one. We don't connect. This doesn't work type of thing. And then you're forcing a square peg into a round hole and we've been there. Uh, so, but it is possible. It is possible. We seriously guys to put this episode right now, to be perfectly honest, community has been so powerful in our lives. And we have literally told our, our group, like, guys, we don't know how terrible this quarantine could have been for us if we didn't have our community group truly even just this last year so let me take you guys back we and if you've heard this on other episodes i'm going to try to fly through we decided last september a church we had only been going to for a couple months was doing this uh, journey group where they say hey we need leaders to host this group we give you the materials you just basically open up your house or pick a place to host a group together of like-minded people and you know, it's eight weeks, do it. We think you'll find growth in it. I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like we should do this. Chris is like, eh, I don't know. We've, we've only been coming here. What? Maybe like eight weeks at that point. I don't even think it was eight weeks. I feel like it was like three. <laughs> it was more than <laughs> was like, We started going there in July. This was in September. So yeah. I don't really know, but we haven't been going there very long, but I really was like, I feel like we should just lead one. And Chris like, we got a lot of kids and, I don't know, whatever you think. So usually when Chris would shoot anything down, I'll probably just be like, yeah, you're right. Like, let's not do it. Well, the next week we were there, they were talking about needing leaders again. And I was just like, I don't know. Why don't we just try it? Like, I don't know if strangers will come to our house or not, but you know, we already have the playroom on the first floor. Then we don't have to take our kids anywhere. Like maybe we could start a group for people our age with kids, not just open it up to anybody, but what are we looking for? We're looking for people in our life stage who get what it's like to have chaos. Like we already had the chaos. We just needed the community. Yes. So hence the name community Community and chaos. Chaos. Yeah. So that's how we came to the conclusion that we needed something, but again, not really expecting that. I remember literally just being like, are strangers just going to come to our house and we're going to all click because we had gone through, you know, old friendships of mine and, and of Chris's where we try to bring people together and maybe, It's just one of us is tagging along because the other one is friends or, you know, other places we've met people in life where we connect, but it's still like, you know, you can connect with somebody and like them, but it still just doesn't work. Something's still missing. You just don't want to do life with them. You're like, you live yours, (laughs) I'll live mine. I was trying to be more polite. (laughs) I was trying to be more polite. Like, well, you just don't want to do life. Right. Yeah. But like, we never had, it was very rare that we had people that we were just yeah, doing life with like like weekly all the time. And yes. we didn't know if that were possible, but we wanted it. So yeah. that's how we found ours is by being led to lead a small group, which extended well past eight weeks because we're coming up on our year anniversary it's here nuts, soon, next month. But it feels year. like we've been friends with them for like five years. So yeah. I kind of hijacked what you're saying. You were saying how we couldn't have made it through quarantine and like the last year really without them because we have gone through in the last year we have started multiple businesses and been on the brink of 
like losing ev- not yeah i mean losing uh, everything yeah. multiple times <laughs> and um having a fourth kid and and then quarantine and just there's been so much that's happened this last year that truly community 2020 has literally taken the place of Sally Mae. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody I'm feels that, but but without our group, like they have just shown us so much so much love. I can't even yes. explain all the ways that they have we're about to taking care of us. <laughs> like I'm going to cry. I'm so hormonal. You are. You are. All right, I'm so, talking now. Well, here's the thing, guys. I think the sell for us today to you is to just understand, don't brush this off, okay? Don't just say, yeah, okay, I've heard I need friends. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm lonely. I'd like friends, yada, yada, yada. Or I'm introverted. Yeah, or... let us let us seriously explain to you the benefits of having a community group. And it's going to take time, but the benefits of having a community group. So for us, so many things, right? Uh, but in specific, I think one of the most important things from the top down has straight up just been just been the accountability and support that we have had from, and I know that's kind of an umbrella term. And so we'll, we'll break it down a little bit. So for me personally, and then I'll let you kind of say what you think, Jonna. But for me, I feel like having an outlet that is a non-judgmental outlet, a group of friends that you feel like you've reached a level where you're like, look, this is no longer surface level, nor will we allow this to be surface level because truly we don't have time to get together and go surface level because we all have a lot of kids and what, 18 of us total? Right? Yeah, 10 kids, eight adults. Yeah, it's absolute chaos all the time. But the reality is we go deeper than surface level. We talk about things that produce growth in all of our lives. And clearly that's something that is important to us. That is important to us. I want, part of it, I think, is they came in at the time where we were doing all the crazy things. So they only know us doing crazy things. But truly, there was a time in our life where even, for instance, when we were ready to start the podcast, there were people in our lives, in our group, not our, not our now community group, but that we were afraid to tell for fear of judgment or criticism or being, you know, questioned, like, why would you do that? And you know, reflecting now, it's like, that's not what you need in a group of friends. You need people that encourage and support you. And so our group now, they do. I mean, they actually listen to this. Shout out, y'all. I know. Should should we just name drop or what? Yeah, do it all 18. We'll just do the parents. Yeah, we'll just do the parents. Shout out to Joey and Kelsey and Kristen and Josh and Christy and Tim. All That's our crew. Peeps. Yes. That's six people because there's eight because there's us. And yeah. And then confused. just a whole lot of little humans on top of that. Like a whole lot. whole lot. But yeah, just great people, especially the big goofy guy who listens to our show all the time. Joey. The big goofy guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, Joey's um, our, I love Joey. Joey's you know, our like right? cheerleader. I know. I know, man. Well, and what's interesting is you said we were afraid to tell people we were starting a show, some of our friends, but these friends will literally walk in and be like, hey, Love the last episode, right? <laughs> right? And they'll actually like encourage us and say like, "Oh yeah, I love this. This really helped us." Or or give or, us ideas of or what give to us talk ideas. about exactly. And so it's just been amazing because it's not like we bring it up, you know, but they but they bring it up and we're we're flattered. Like it's, it's just like, a well, breath of you. fresh so nice. air to have yeah. such deep support. Like not only do we spend time with them, but yeah. they still take the time to hear what we're doing and like this is our passion project this is something that we love so much so to have people that are close in our lives that care about it too it means a lot and just i mean it does does. and i think what's so interesting is maybe if you're listening to this you can think of some friends like that but 
but chances are, because we just know how the world works, chances are you probably have a group of friends that you feel like, eh, maybe I couldn't go and maybe I couldn't be more than service level with this, with this person or these people. You know, frankly, this person, yeah, they're excited for me to get a promotion, but like, yeah, they're a little bit like, man, I kind of wish I had one too. Uh, and I just feel like when it comes to life, I guess I'll tell the crab in the bucket story, right? Tell so, the crab story. So this is a really cool story. Um, I think I read it in what the Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, maybe uh, with Darren Hardy. But basically, he was telling a story and he was talking about how there was a guy who was crab fishing and he walked up and he looked at the guy and he had a bucket with no lid on. He's like, sir, what, what, what are you doing? All these, all these crabs are in your bucket, but you forgot your lid. And the guy's like, I don't need a lid. And he's like, what do you mean? He said, well, because here's the way it works. When you crab fish, you put all the crabs in one bucket with no lid. And you do that because you know that the reality is when one crab starts to crawl out, the other crabs pull it back down. If it does it a second time, They'll dismember the crab. And then if it does it a third time, they'll kill the crab. And he related it to life. And he's like, is that not how many people are with their group of friends or their connections? Because it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, you can have that, but only if I can have that too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't want to get me started. I'm just saying. So, So what's interesting is to see, truthfully, none of them are entrepreneurs right? It's not like, it's not like they directly understand what it's like to live this ridiculous life we live. Uh, but the, the, the conversation, the support they give us, these are not people that are pulling us back down from the bucket. In fact, I feel like they're almost making a tower to let us climb up, you know? And I just think Ooh, that gave me chills. I know, it's right? true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Oh guys, I love you. Good people. <laughs> no, it's true. And you know what? Back when I was like super lonely, staying at home, wondering how people found groups of friends like this, I probably would hear this and be like, yay, good for you. Like I have no friends. I have no village. I have no support. And so I hate to, I don't want to, I think we're just so happy. We're so shocked still that we have this, that sometimes when we talk about it, it's like almost like you got to pinch yourself. Like, whoa, we really have people we're doing life with and it's possible. And I didn't think it was possible because truly when I was in that place, I was like, man, I mean, a lot of my friends are at different stages or, you know, Chris likes so-and-so's husband, but they don't, they wouldn't hang out without me and my friend or vice versa. And so I feel like when I would see these groups that would do life together, I'd be like, I would just assume that they just knew each other forever right, right. and like that my window of opportunity had passed because I wasn't in that group of friends that I was in in high school anymore or college. I didn't create that. So if you're listening to this, you're like, Oh, good for you. Like, please don't turn off. I understand that it could be annoying because we like, it's like stupid how blessed we are with this group. But like, I want you to find it too, because especially even in motherhood, motherhood alone can be so freaking lonely. And so I've talked about this probably in like every episode, just, you just constantly beating yourself up. You constantly feeling like you can't get it all done or you don't have the right support or you just feel loads of guilt and loneliness, but like also you're overtouched and you just want to be alone. And so having a group of friends who are also mothers is like, I can't explain it. Just you need that. I don't know. There's nothing else I can say except for you need that. It is so refreshing to me to be able to text this group of women and say, 
I am struggling with the kids right now. They're driving me nuts. Like, can you pray for me? Or what would you do in this situation? Or there's been times where like, hey, you want me to come get one? Like, yeah. you need that village. And there's a difference between a, a a Facebook comment praying for you and a a group of prayer warriors who are like actually going to like stop and pray for you. Because it does matter. It does make a difference, right? When two or more are gathered. And I just think... There is a level of like, yeah, oh my, yeah, of course, I'll be praying for you. Like, are you though? I don't know, you know. And 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 these groups and the conversations we're able to get in and all those things uh, allow us to be able to know that we are you know, kind of praying on behalf of each other. Yeah. So those are some huge benefits they from are. having a close group of friends: is accountability, encouragement, support, help. Oh my gosh, just as to having our fourth kid, do you know how many times these people have come over and like helped us with food and cleaning and Yeah, whoa, whoa. What? Can, can I just say this? I just said it the other day, yesterday I think it was, right? Uh, but <laughs> it's so funny. Like there have been people who have come over, whether it's family or close people or whatever, and just come over and they have a bunch of kids. We have a bunch of kids and all the kids get the toys out and like it just blah, like tons, huge mess, right? And the parents don't even put two and two together. Like oh, maybe we should help them clean up. And they just kind of, okay, see you guys. Oh, thanks. Great. We, we appreciate this three-hour cleanup, right? <laughs> These people are always make a conscious effort to like help us out, make sure things are clean, understanding kind of the season we're in right now. Uh, just when John was pregnant, just being there for as much as possible, all that type. Of, so the point is, this is possible, right? This is possible. And what's interesting and what you said, and I'll address here, John, is you said, um, you said something along the lines of what, like um, how you would assume these people were part of your life before, right? Well, if you look, those of you that maybe have just gotten married or whatever, I don't know about you guys, but for us, it's been seven years and uh, we could look at our whole wedding party and our wedding in general and the vast majority, I'm telling you, the vast majority of people we maybe see, I don't know, every year. Not even. If that. Not, no. If that. So times have just changed so much. And it's almost like you've probably seen or heard before, right? Oh, just too busy. Have too many kids. All these things. I, w- I want you guys to understand that's not an excuse. Okay. We're telling you. We have four kids. They're five and under. Life is crazy. And if anything, you don't wait until your kids are gone. You do it now because you need the support now. And I just want to make something clear here. It's not everybody else's fault. Like people from our wedding, some people like people's lives just change. We go in different directions. I have plenty of friends who are just in different life stages still. And we just have a mutual understanding that we are still friends, but we're not in each other's immediate group right now because like I have a really really close friend that we've been friends since childhood and she would be there for me in a heartbeat. I could call her at 3 a.m. We don't spend time together though, because our lives are just so different. Her, She's got two boys and they're grown and I got little girls and we're in much different stages. So I want to make that clear that we're not just saying, Oh, like everybody needs to come to us and no, whatever. But, not. but, but the point is when you have your wedding, it's interesting to see how much has changed and how many people that you had there to celebrate you and your big day that are no longer really a part of your life. Most people from our wedding probably have never met even one of our kids, let alone all of them. And that's, you know, these are the most. <laughs> and it was like 28 bucks a plate. Just saying. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> no, but I think it's just important to realize who's still there for you throughout the changes. And also 
I need to make this a um, public record because I talk about it all the time in three years for mine and Chris's 10 year anniversary. Oh boy. Yep. I'm saying it on here. So it's going to happen. Okay. We are renewing our vows. So pay the mortgage, please. In the mountains. I'm getting new. Um, I mean, we're going all out and we're Brand having the people now who are like our, like in our core group you who aren't going anywhere sugar, or coming. One of those sugar daddies who are trying to get a hold of you on uh, social Stop. media. Stop. <laughs> Stop, guys. Seriously, social media is ridiculous. <laughs> Apparently, the she more gets, kids like, I have. I keep telling her, I'm like, look, just send them my Just Venmo. give them your Venmo. <laughs> Dude, they're, they are. They're so weird. Just like, hey, has anybody ever <laughs> sent you money before? Like, they don't, like, it's just weird. Oh, Anyways. Nope. Here's Chris's Venmo. Here, my husband said, here's my Venmo. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, what, what were we even talking about? Just weddings and how weird it is, how life changes. And it's not, it takes both, you know, it takes other people and us to make a relationship last. And yes, yes life yes. goes through weird stages, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So we're basically like rambling about why we well, love. You're, you're rambling. I'm we fine. are rambling about why we love <laughs> our community and why we think it's so important. And the next thing is, how do you how do you start one? Like we told you, we have one through our church, and I think that's probably one of the easiest ways to go about it. Because right now, especially with everything being virtual, I think a lot of churches are putting together programs and and pushing for small groups um, to get together. I think there's a huge need for house churches and small Bible studies and stuff totally. with the state our world is in. Um, I don't think we can. Sorry if you're in California. I heard they banned those. I can't even handle that. I don't <laughs> I think we can afford to just wait until churches reopen, even though we are the church. You know, anyways. Right. So if you're a Christian, I think that's the best place for you to start, especially because you want to be with people who are like-minded. For us, we want to grow in our relationship with God. And I'm not going to lie. Our community group is chaotic, obviously, since there's 18 of us. Um, so we don't always get to go deep, but we do hold each other accountable. We send each other verses. We send each other sermons and podcasts and books and studies. And um, eventually we'll probably try to do a study again together. We watch church together on the weekends since um, it's been closed. And those are things that I think are just so important to your marriage and your obviously your spiritual life. Um, if you're not somebody who's in the church though, what, give them an idea. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we kind of brushed over that a little bit. If you were to nail it down to probably three ways, because if you go and you Google, like, how do I find community? You're, you'll find all this. Okay. Go wine club, volunteer, do all this stuff. Okay. 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 Cool. Right. But the truth is like Jonna said, right. You do take a group and say like, okay, what, what are the type of people I want to be around? Okay. Uh, which Nine times out of ten, you would you would probably find those people in the church if if you are saying like, okay, look, I'm I am I'm looking for, um, I don't know, I guess I don't want to out anybody else who's not in church. I'm just saying I'm I'm looking for. But you still can look for other hobbies or other things that yeah. you want, or but I think it has to be you and your spouse. I think it's good to have like a mom's That's group or true. a male's group, but I think the key to true. our group has been. You would hang out with the guys without – it doesn't have to be a couple's thing. Oh, You know what I mean? Like all yes. of us are friends. Yes, for sure. And I guess I'll just ditch that point. But uh, I think it's important to realize that there are probably two really – I wouldn't say easy ways to go about it, but very obvious ways to go about it. One would be to start your own group, right, whether it is church or it is whatever. Um, and, well, I guess that would just be one way. What is wrong with me? But – and you would do it through either like a church or social media or something like that. Because I know I'm struggling. <laughs> what is happening So right basically now? just anyway, go through the church yeah. is what he's saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Okay, so church made oh it possible gosh. for us. Shut up. Church made it possible for us. Okay. She she hates when I repeat my like it drives her nuts. But because you just okay, say it no, so stop. many times, it's like, do you have another point? But I'm thinking, I'm just trying to think. I don't want to edit this because we ain't got time for that. All right, so here's the deal. So church. Anyway, so <laughs> stop. Okay. So the idea here is that place, you know, um, <laughs> I'm done. I'm completely done. But, whoa, but whoa, I'm my not, how I'm the not, tables have I'm turned. Not, You're the I'm one not, about to walk out I'm now. I'm not going to let you talk anymore, though, because here's, here's, here's something in all seriousness. You, you might think it's weird to reach out on social media and say you need community. And, and make it, you know, think you're looking for attention and stuff like that. But so many other people are thinking that, too. Let's be totally honest, especially during these crazy times. If you're listening to this in 2020, Lord help us all, right? If you're listening to this in 2020, there's mental health is through the roof, right? Loneliness, so many things, so many problems right now. And you're not a weirdo for jumping out and starting a group or finding or finding um, a way to get in front of people on social media and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty. I mean, I bet you you could find any any interest you have, I bet there's a group on Facebook for it and a local one too. So go to one of those groups. For instance, um, a while ago when I was searching for a community, I have a mom's group on Facebook and I post them like, look, let's get together. Let's have some moms together. Here's a place. I just kind of put myself out there. There's hundreds of people in the group and about eight of us showed up and it was a great time and whatever. But like, that there's so many people who are commenting like, yes, I want that too. I want that too. So go to a group like a mom's group or a dad's group or parents group or mm-hmm. wine drinking group or whatever you right. are into and say, hey, me and my spouse are looking for other couples who are interested in maybe list like three things that you guys like make or break kind of things yeah. for people you want to hang out with. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's not it's not weird, especially it's right not. now. Everybody it's is searching for weird. or if they're not searching probably deeply desiring community yes for sure so so to close this out i think maybe a a question lurking in someone's head is yeah okay i could start a group i get it yada 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 but how i mean how do i know what type of group i want right how how do i know the type of people i want to hang around and i think it's pretty simple to think of it like this what areas are you trying to improve and who are you trying to become because when we look at our group and we'll go back to our group as the example here but we look at our group and we have, for me, I look at I look at the guys in the group and I say, hmm, that guy, that dad is more playful than I am, right? That dad is paying attention to his kids more than I am, right? That dad is far more passionate than, than I am, um, just like externally passionate with his family, with everybody, with friends, all that stuff right? That dad is far more patient than I am, right? And so I can look at these people and say like, these are things I want to become and I want to get better at. And like, I have my strengths, they have, they have their strengths, right? Maybe maybe some of them would look at me and say, okay, hey, that guy takes a little bit more um, more more risks than me, right? He's, he's, he's in a place where he's like, okay, cool. I'm not settling. I'm trying to get better. And although it's scary, hey, maybe that's influencing decisions for them. I don't know. But all I know is when you look and say, okay, what are areas I want to improve in and who do I want to become? When you find those people who are excelling in those areas, you're like, this is my group. Yeah. I mean, like we've talked about before, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. So if you're spending time with people who aren't 
where you want to be in some aspect of life. If you want your marriage to thrive, but the couple you hang out with, every time you hang out with them, they fight and the husband gets drunk or they talk crap to each other or whatever, you know, we've seen people like that before, obviously. Yeah. You probably aren't going to improve your marriage by hanging out with them or you know, if you're trying, like Chris is talking about the guys in our group being good dads, like if you're hanging out with totally absentee father and you're trying to be a better dad or a better mom, it's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. So yeah, you have to look for people. And this is, it really is a process. Actually, looking back over the past few years, we've both tried multiple different groups and multiple different like friends and trying to find out who our group was. And I mean, truly for me, I believe God completely hand knitted our group together. Each, each couple that is in our group came together in the most ridiculous ways, which we've talked about some and we could talk about again another time, but yes, I think that's the benefit of our story because we kind of joke, we have a cheat code. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And the last thing I want to say here is when, when we talk about the growth aspect of all this, you have to understand if you are looking for a community group, if you are looking for something better, if you are looking for a solution to your problems, you have to be willing to take yourself out of your comfort zone to go find it. And it's not going to be very likely. Like you could be depressed, frustrated, wanting a group, feeling like emotional and crying in your bed and eating ice cream, right? I'm just a blunt guy, remember? Okay. But if you're not searching in groups of you know, activities you like or locally or, or, or moms or dads or whatever, you know, if, if you're not searching for these people, if, if you're not willing to join groups, put yourself out of your comfort zone, go to someone's house, you have no idea who it is um, via a church group or something like that, knowing, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Everyone's uncomfortable at first. Okay. If you're not willing to do that stuff, you're not going to find a group. <laughs> well, it's what do we say? True. Hope is not an action Hope plan. An action Friends plan. aren't just going to fall into your lap and right. it's a process. If you wouldn't have you know, taking the uncomfortable thought of like, should we start one? Yeah. And, and just kind of let what it the overtake that come you. What if are weird? And yeah, I, there's it, so many reasons I could have backed out. Literally. I don't know where, what would be happening I right know. now. We'd be really lonely. It would be crazy. We have, by the way, had other friends and family, not in our community group that yeah. have loved on us and shown up for us. I feel like I'm leaving them out, but yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. It's just this, this concept people- here is saying like, who are you going to do life with? Um, Ultimately, we all know there's a need for it right now. You can't deny that. I don't care how big of an introvert you are. You can't deny that there's a need for it. You can't deny that there's benefits that would be had. If you're not happy, if, if you're doing what you're doing right now, you're going to keep getting the same result, right? And that's that, that goes for all of us on anything, right? So you're, if, you are, if you are approaching relationships and scared to you know, get your kids involved with other parents and all these different things, and you think magic is just going to happen someday, it's not, right? One, it's going to rob our kids. Two, it's going to it's going to rob growth in our relationships by being able to have that outlet, have have the emotional support, prayer support, Just input all that stuff. from other people. Yeah. The two of us, especially when you are married, I mean, you generally, I know, I guess not everybody agrees on everything, but you generally think similarly. I would think if you're married and having input and different ideas and just other people to run ideas by and decisions by, and and there's just there's so many benefits to having people that truly are in your corner that you do life with. It's so important. Our kids would be so much more sad right now, given all the stuff that's closed for kids. They get to play with their friends still. And I just, I don't know. I can't be more, I'm not, I couldn't be more thankful. Yeah. It's been awesome. So 
That's the deal. That that that's our sell to you today. This is a concept that could actually change your life, and we really hope that the action you take from this episode is you go start seeking. Who do I want to become? What are areas I want to be better in? How can I find a group? No matter how far it takes me out of my comfort zone, just remember this, right? The people who start groups and have groups and stuff like that, they felt the same way as you. Don't worry, right? Your your problems aren't super unique from that aspect. We we all felt the same way. Oh, is this going to work? Is this going to be awkward? How, how much should we hang out? You know, and I think things just naturally gravitated um, to like, hey, you guys want to hang out again? And then it it became a thing, and it was just, you know, comfortable. Comfortable. After being uncomfortable, then you get comfortable. How about that? Yep. Boom. Boom. Go get you a community group. Yep. That's it, guys. Now we got something else to tell you. Oh, you do? You can buy us coffee now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so somebody in our community group actually was like, Hey, by the way, if anybody wanted to donate to your show, cause he was to other podcasts, he said, if anyone wanted to donate to your show or do, you know, just anything because they, they like what you guys are teaching, you guys don't have an option for that. And we're like, well, yeah, we don't. Um, and I got to thinking, I was like, okay, cool. So found something super simple, uh, called buy me a coffee. Uh, and basically we're going to link it in the show notes. And you put me on the spot there, Jonna. So is it buy me a coffee slash G-Y-G-Y-M? No. Are we sure that's it? We might have to edit this. <laughs> but yeah, so buy me a coffee slash G-Y-G-Y-M.com. If you guys are like, cool, you know, your episodes are helping us. We'd like to help with the podcast production side of this. Uh, we would, uh, you know, be grateful for you to check that out. And if you notice the energy level difference, it's a lot better when we have coffee. <laughs> it may be. Yeah. So, so that's what's up. Um, I guess John is confirming that right now. But All right, guys, per usual, if this episode brought you value, if you feel like you can share it with somebody else who maybe just drop a hint like, hey, you want to be friends? <laughs> that's just weird. <laughs> no, don't do that. Just go subscribe to the show. Okay,